Doctor Strange. You think you know how the world works? What if I told you the reality you know is one of many? This doesn't make any sense. Not everything does. Not everything has to. Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I'm Evie. And today, oh, what are we looking at? I keep jumping. I apologize. Well, what are we looking at today, Evie? Um, 2016 version. What's his name? Doctor Strange. That's right. Starring Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, Mads Mikkelsen, and uh, is that everyone else? Yeah. All right. Welcome everyone to the Pantheon. I am Ray. I'm Evie. And today, oh, what are we looking at? I keep jumping. I apologize. Well, what are we looking at today, Evie? Um, 2016 version. What's his name? Doctor Strange. That's right. Starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Wong, Rachel McAdams, Mads Mikkelsen, and Chiwetel Elijahfor. Did I say it right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean... I always think of him from Red Belt because he's a good martial artist. So uh, yeah, it's it's is. a pretty good cast. Oh, and of course, uh, Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One. Um, yeah, I so, like her. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was it was good. So let's yeah. get into this. So Evie, give us the rundown of this movie. Okay, Cumberbatch. Mm-hmm. We all know who he is. Yeah. Got a role as a doctor. You know, making a lot of money. Very um, upright and boastful. You know, mm-hmm. he thought to to actually um, himself like that he was the guy until he got in a car accident mm-hmm. um, and his hands were damaged pretty much um, yeah. so he couldn't um, be a doctor because he couldn't operate mm-hmm. so he went to Nepal to find himself mm-hmm. and I won't give the rest away I think it. I think Benedict Cumberbatch does this performance well, uh, being a, a yeah. guy who was. I mean, because certain certain, I guess certain surgeons will have a god complex about himself, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But they do take the Hippocratic oath seriously, so they do to do no harm. So he takes that very right. very seriously, and is and so as much as he's sort of ego driven, which he is, he's reckless. He is a Tony Stark knockoff because he drives fast, you know, which led sure. to his car accident. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, he has to know everything. He's got a, almost a photographic memory. He's yeah. uh, top of his class, and he and he tells you. He makes you feel, you know, everyone everyone's in awe of his abilities, you know. Mm-hmm. And he is sort of egocentric and a lot like Tony yeah. Stark. So, um, yeah. uh, so I think I think Cumberbatch embodies him. And if, if he, also in terms of just the look, I think he he's probably the, one of the best actors to have that look to fill it in. Mm-hmm. Derek, sorry, Scott Derrickson. Uh, for him, Benedict Cumberbatch was the only person for this role, you know. Mm-hmm. And Feige, once he heard that pitch, thoughts are only, you know. And and so Cumberbatch, who was doing Hamlet at the time, couldn't do the filming mm-hmm. right away. Uh, right. But once he was finished or was able to do, do um, got some space from his theater performance of Hamlet, mm-hmm. they waited. They almost waited a full year for his availability to do this movie. Wow. Yeah, which is unheard of uh, the special effects is top tier you know it's just mind-bending i think cutting edge technology that you've seen um the now I, one of the criticisms i'll go up, up front is that they say well inception came first seven years before this movie uh which is very true which was you know a movie from um what's, what's the director of inception it was Christopher Nolan. Right, Christopher Nolan. And uh, the, what makes this different from the Nolan movie is that they also utilize the, the idea of time. 
mm-hmm. you know, really using the time, time, bending time, spin, or manipulating time in conjunction with the, the special effects of this mirror world. Um, mm-hmm. So they really expanded on what Inception did and went further, even though it was seven years later. So um, they, mm-hmm. they, they improved yeah. that. Um, sure. So uh, that's where it does well. I think Cumberbatch's performance. Him, him being such an intriguing character, and I think this the supporting character was really amazing too. I think Rachel McAdams did um, playing a character who um, didn't settle for him, like you know, if because of his attitude, she's mm-hmm. she was better than this, so she didn't need need a man. She she could live go on without him, you know. Oh, okay. So yeah. having a strong female archetype was amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Choosing Tilda Swinton as the the ancient one. Another uh, twist, if you want to call it, but again, a very strong yeah. archetype to have. Um, and uh, there's some really, and I think one of the one of the best scenes of this movie, on a thematic level as well as just a visual level, is with Tilda Swinton. You know, right. uh, what about you? Um, yeah, I thought it was good. I, I like the scenery. Mm-hmm. The special effects were good, right. um, and it made sense. You know, like it flowed. Okay. You know, it wasn't like here and there. It had a strong story. Sympathetic characters, uh, characters overall. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character, the villains. Um, did you see? Were you, did you understand his point of view? Because his point of view was rather. It made sense. Okay. You know. And what was that? I didn't see that. Well, why did he choose to go? Like, okay, so Tillis would have had like three sons. He has the Trudel Elijah Force character, Mr. Uh, Mador. What's his name? Yeah, Mordor. Mordor, right? Mordor, right? Yeah. Who was very kind of a strict, stringent, like, on, like just a rigid character who, who yeah, was by sure. the book. Uh, you had Stephen Strange, who was like the new son of his, like who okay. was new. And then you had uh, the Mad Mixon character, who was the son who turned his back on him and went to the dark side, so to speak, who was rebellious. Okay, right. Yeah, some of these characters I've never seen. So. Right. So, okay. but, okay, but like the character, like the reason why uh, that the character, Mad Mixon's character, I forgot his name, I apologize, is that he, he learned the truth of why, uh, like, 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 this, like the agent one was stealing, harvesting, dark force for herself to be more oh, right, right? right yeah and, you know and of course you know so it's kind of like two-faced you know like mm-hmm. uh there's there's truth behind you know, okay, okay so the reason why he gave dr strange was that uh the, a world without death or pain or suffering was the was the mm-hmm. world where uh was working with dumamu's dimension right which is what the, okay. the which was the ancient one was t- stealing stealing dark power dark dark energy to maintain her immortality so she wasn't mm-hmm. aging, she wasn't suffering, she wasn't... Right, right. So if you think about what she was doing to maintain her life source, mm-hmm. she was har- harvesting power from the dark from the dark, from the dark, dark energies. Oh, okay. Right? And so when you look at uh, Mordor, well, he was always taught that, you know, the dark energy, the dark dimension, it's evil. You know, we don't do that. It's banned. Mm-hmm. And then so when you find out she is double-dealing, double-dipping in something that, you know, that's supposed to be forbidden... It's mm-hmm. it's it, it it rocks his foundation of what's of what's truth and honest and right, mm-hmm. and f- when Stephen Strange finds this out, you know this is what causes the rift, you know, between them, seeing her right. faults. Okay. So that concept is I thought was really interesting. Oh, cool. Nice. Okay. So going back to my question. Yes. <laughs> Which was. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. Yeah, it, you know. Um, yeah. Um, 
So focusing on Ed Mad's character, basically, I mean, that's what I was getting at. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. He was he was pretty good, mm-hmm. and yeah, I can um, I can yeah. Sometimes people get pushed to the dark side, mm-hmm. like to know like what's going on, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, and they um, become evil. I would say. Mm-hmm. Because you know, because they don't know like what's going on, and they want to be better, or just totally selfish and do things their way. Right. When I heard his point of view, like basically, no no villain sees himself as a villain. They see themselves as a hero of his own story. You know. Yeah. So what he was doing was noble and act. You know, like there was there was some nobility in it. There was it made sense. It wasn't like. Mm-hmm. Evil for yeah. evil's sake, right? So, um, so that's why I was sort of, even though I don't agree with the end, the end of what he was going to do, I just thought mm. his reasoning behind it made sense, kind of like Thanos, but not. But Thanos is yeah. kind of like it's a different, it's, it's a different, couple of different, different level of thinking. But it's like yeah, for sure. Um, so that's why I, I, I sympathize with the character when he sat when they got to the point where he got that middle that um, what do you call it? that that jacket that kind of binding him together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when he was able to reveal his side of the story. You know. Oh, speaking of that sequence, what do you think of the cape? I like the the mm-hmm. cape. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Right, and, you know, came on him, and yeah, because that's where you, you had the most comedy comedic scene, sequences. Where like the cape was trying to, like he's going for the yeah. axe, and he's and the cape was stopping him going for the axe. Yeah. So what would be the what was your favorite special effects sequence? Especially any of them. Uh, where the, where the uh, buildings folded, mm-hmm. like you no, know, um, they become the ceiling, and the ceiling became um, became the floor. Right. You know. Also, what else did I like? I like the special effects with the round portals that they had to go through. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just thought that was really, really cool and outstanding. Christopher Nolan, uh, he really destroys the, any competition because when you look when you look at, at Tenet. It destroys the concept of time as well as world manipulation. You know, I've oh, never have, seen that. You ever seen ten? Okay, so in terms of content and uh, making you think, okay, on, on a very very high level, and as well as the visual element of it, it blows away um, Doctor Strange. <laughs> okay, okay, just because of time, as well as again bending the world, making things explode or, or contrast, or having things happen in in almost in real time in front of you. As yeah. well as, and then of course okay. he did Inception, which was which was a mind-bending thing. But looking mm-hmm. at 2016 as as itself, and not and forgetting about what Nolan does, uh, which would kind of undo it. Um, special effects was again top-notch. It, it could really it was more than just a simple uh, bending of the city. There's a lot to it, mm-hmm. you know. So that was okay. really cool. Um, you know, in terms of the, the again, of course, the big picture. Looking at it in terms of Endgame, like the, what we look at this to get us to the bigger picture. Well, one you have Infinity Gem. Infinity Stone, which was the Ayamoto, um, yeah. right? Time is, is the number one uh, theme of this movie. Um, it takes Doctor Strange uh, to literally come out on the other side to learn that you know it's bigger. This is bigger than him. You know, he mm-hmm. has learned to be yeah. uh, selfless. You know, and will, yeah, will, sure. willing to die himself for a bigger concept. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until we get to this to the last moments of the, the ancient one where that theme of pushing one's existence and you know, to the end, is mm-hmm. is, is it realized? And, and is it, it's in that speech. So if you ever watched that sequence, you know everyone who seems to me will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's about it, you do it for love. It's about doing it for something that's bigger, an idea bigger than yourself, and uh, mm-hmm. and and this, and, sac- and being able to sacrifice for something yourself for something mm-hmm. bigger than yourself. 
and yeah, for sure. And he had to literally be on the other side of it, which is you mm-hmm. know the um, astral world, to right. to learn that to learn that mm-hmm. lesson, you know, and being there when the uh, of the passing. So uh, that was a very that's one of the on a thematical level that's probably one of the biggest important le- uh, sequences you'll see in the movie on a mm-hmm. on an intellectual level uh, but right. time like the idea of his watch where uh, it's the one thing he was getting robbed that he kept it's the girl it's the one mm-hmm. that, that his yeah. girlfriend gave him um, and he wrote in his email you know if we had more time you know so the, the idea of time mm-hmm. was just uh, it's an ongoing theme and of course okay. it's, it's a theme that brings, brings it back to Endgame where there's only one way out of this you know mm-hmm. and he saw sure. that one way and he, of course we as the audience don't know this until like five years later <laughs> And, right, you right, know, right. so yeah, true. and yeah, and it's which was the end game. So uh, I thought that was really, really cool. I thought uh, his portrayal of the character was really interesting, um, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, overall, I, I just, I just enjoyed it. I thought it was, I thought it was good in the sense that you know, if if you, the character can be the character that you can really hate mm-hmm. because of his ego, but I think Cumberbatch really showed you a, a good balance. And I think Benedict Wong, it was amazing. Uh, it was. Um, he actually didn't play the character stereotypically. I thought he was an equal to yeah. to Strange, and uh, he gave them he gave the most surprising comic relief at the end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that, that's cool. That's my thoughts. Okay, so let's get into the mailbag. Buford mailbag song. Hit it. Letters. I get letters. So many letters. So uh, who who's first, Evie? Um, don't know. It's up to you. Okay, I'll go first. Uh, so going into the mailbag, we have our first email is from Sanjay D from London, England. Ooh, thank you. From over the, over the pond. Uh, Sanjay writes, I saw Better Dick Cumberbatch perform Hamlet on the stage back in 2015. I couldn't believe while doing the stage show he was also shooting Doctor Strange. Uh, he's just an incredible actor. He's the best thing from the movie. Well, that's true. We just that's what we were just talking about, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really cool stuff. Uh, and then, of course, we have Evie. We have from one of, one of, one of our long term listeners and email responders. Okay. Who is? Who is? Guess who it is? I'm gonna stay. Starts with R, ends with R. Rupinder, yes, from Walla Walla, Washington. I hated it. Nice. And yeah, of course. And of course, next we have Nigel Mink from Scarborough, Ontario. And Nigel writes Benedict and Mads just kills it. Great special effects. Benedict Wong's Wong was just the scene stealer. Can't wait for the multiverse of madness. (laughs) Okay. Next, I have Lucy Denunzio from Toronto, Ontario. She says, um, Another origin story. Special effects are good, but I saw it all in Inception. <laughs> Coincidence, huh? We just spoke about that. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you for the emails. Uh, keep them coming. Uh, again, we're going to have some more. Uh, we invite you to let us know where you're from geographically and give us your name. We'd love to call you, uh, you know, mention you and say where you're from. Uh, we have a lot of listeners, especially in Germany and Netherlands and some in South America and England. So love to hear from you. And, of course, our friends in the States, a lot of you guys from the States. So uh, appreciate it. So keep it coming. Okay, Evie, let's get into some other cool things. So we're gonna, what we normally do now is a countdown of the MCU. We've been counting down um, 23 of the MCU films, our least likes to our favorites. 
Uh, we're down now to from from five to ten, counting down to the top ten. Okay. Okay, so I'll go first. Counting at number right. ten, I've got uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Um, Ragnarok. And mm-hmm. at n- number nine, I've got Black Panther. The Mar Miss Marvel or whatever. Oh, Captain Marvel. Sure. Yeah, at, Captain at, Marvel. At, at n- number eight, I got Iron Man. Okay. At number eight. Um, um, Doctor Strange. At number okay. seven, I've got Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one. Uh, Winter Soldier. Number six, I've got Thor Ragnarok. Garden of the Galaxy. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. One. Right. And number mm-hmm. five, I got Captain America: Civil War. No, and last, we have number five. Who who do we got? Dark World. Really? That high up there, huh? Yeah. Good for you. Surprise, shocker. Is that because of Endgame? It got climbed up on the list for you? Yeah. Okay, sweet, sweet. All right. So now we get to the point of the show where we have our listeners sending us some uh, requests or questions. And the corner we like to refer to is Ask Evie. And we have two questions that are relatively the same now. Uh, The first question is, um, where is it? What is the best line you've heard in a superhero film? In a superhero film? Yeah, the best line. And it has to be a superhero film, right? Yeah. Could be the villain's line, could be the hero's line, but it's a line from a movie. Okay. Oh. I'll give you I'll give you my one if you need some more time. No, no. Okay, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Mine's from The Dark Knight when he goes, "Die a die a villain and live long enough to see yourself become one," or and vice versa. Oh, wow. I that is it, deep, man. Or yeah, yeah, die a villain, or yeah, live, yeah, live long enough to see yourself become one. That's like the line that I think is one of the best lines I've heard. Okay. Um, wow, there's so many, so many good lines. Or yeah, of um, I um I would have gone for 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 the um uh, Terminator, but I guess he's not a superhero. No. So now, hmm. Like wow, my, they're all so good. Like my second one would be from the same movie with Alfred, and it's like you know, watch the world burn. You know. Okay. Yeah. Or, oh uh, wow! Hold on. Yeah. Uh, um. Hmm. Like from like I'll, I'll keep going for you. Uh, for me, for Marvel, I think for my Marvel line would be from Tony Stark when he goes, "It's from Homecoming." Uh, he goes, "If you're nothing without the suit, then you shouldn't have it." Mm. You know? Yeah. So though, those are some lines that I, like that pop into my head that are sort of like you know, like you know okay. something. But this is not Ray's corner. This is Evie's corner. So I'll just shut up and. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Don't you do okay. your line. Oh, of course, I'll edit that line out because I can't say shut up on the, on the air. I guess I can't use Han Solo, can I? Han nope. so- no, Han Solo. That sounds like a porn name. You can't use Han Solo. Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo. <laughs> um, wow. What did the Joker say? Oh, wow. It's just at the top of my head. Like, I'm going to give you the second the second question then, okay? While you're making, okay, yeah. Because it's not as easy as it's like, we're ready for this one? Yeah, okay, sure. The second one was, wait a minute, what's the worst line you've ever heard from a um, superhero film? Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and the line is, I was cleaning 
the chimney. Is this from Spider Man 2? Yeah, is that from Spider Man 2? Yeah. Is that the one with Doc Ock, right? Yep. Really? Yeah. Is that is that the worst Doc line Ock. you've heard? Is that the worst line you've heard? Um, cheesy. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I was cleaning the chimney, so I, I would guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is why a superhero works alone. Oh, Batman, uh, right? Yeah. Batman Forever. No, it's not Batman Forever. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, um, those are two. Nice, nice. Well, the second one for sure because it's totally obscure. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Okay, so every uh, so so uh, as we as we know as we're about to end this off, how can they reach us? They can reach us through internet, Twitter, uh, email, right? Which is um, uh, www dot um, pantheon of m at gmail dot com at gmail dot com. Sorry, it's okay because there's a lot of like so like suffixes they can reach and we can never reach us. And yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so yeah, those are my two lines. Sweet. Okay, so on that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'll end off on a clip, and we will talk to you next week. Take care. Through the mystic arts, we harness energy and shape reality. We travel great distances in an instant. How do I get from here to there? How did you become a doctor? Study and practice. Here's the business.